Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It is Crown Corner as we recap what happened in D.C. For the second consecutive season, Charlotte FC goes up to the nation's capital and drops a 3-0 decision at D.C. United. They did that to open up the club history and this game went a lot differently, Jess, because I think when we look at Charlotte FC's current form after 10 contests, inconsistency is unfortunately the order of the day. Uh, we had probably one of our best performances a week ago against Columbus, followed that up by a performance against D.C. that I think fell very short of expectations. If you think if anybody uh, out there on the field and also from the coaching staff didn't seem like Charlotte FC was able to dominate the type of possession or just get dangerous enough possession in that second half after the goal was scored by Taxi Fontas on the penalty spot. And the defensive errors continue to haunt this team when you come to give up the kind of goals that we have so far this season. I think, Will, the biggest issue with this one and why it still feels so, so disappointing is the huge significant contrast between our best and worst performances this season. You talked about consistency, and I think you're exactly right. We haven't been able to find the consistency. Uh, and a lot of the time after a good performance, we talk about momentum. We talk about keeping that ball rolling, keeping up to that standard. And unfortunately, we haven't been able to do that. It was such a big drop-off between the Columbus crew game and this game. And we look like a shadow of the team that stepped foot on that pitch. And I think the biggest criticism that I'm seeing on social media from fans is that it just felt like there wasn't the same effort and I know you can't question the effort in terms of the mentality of the players but on the field the performance didn't look like there was the same belief that they were going to go back into this game after conceding the minute that DC United scored a goal and we came out that second half it felt like the L was already written in that column it's difficult too because you look at this team and you see that there's quality out there and I think that's the part of it that I think is most frustrating I understand that they were down Camille Yozviak and down Bill Tuiloma I understand that McKenzie Gaines probably doesn't offer you the same stuff going forward, but we've seen him take strides. Uh, we didn't really get much out of Kerwin Varkas. Didn't get much out of Enzo Capetti. I don't know if Carol Svidersky made half a dozen touches on the ball. It, it was something that was very much a, a situation where Charlotte FC has quality on the pitch, minus just two of those players that we mentioned earlier. I know Derek Jones is playing out of position in the uh, center back position, but he does have link-up play available with guys like Bronico and Westwood, and it's something that we've looked at and said that chemistry has probably been one of our biggest weak points, but you can't drop two guys out of a squad and have the performance uh, go down that much. Uh, how concerning is, is that part of it? Yeah, I think the squad depth is a huge concern, honestly. And the fact that two players coming out of the lineup had that big of a detriment to the ability. I think you're right. There was a lot of players on the pitch that didn't perform to their best of their ability. Cohen Vargas looked like that ankle was really causing him some issues. And that's a concern for me going forward, too, because you can't afford to lose both your starting wingers. But at the end of the day, everybody on this field should want to be able to play. Everyone should be wanting to grind out performances. And you can't single out a player and say it's their fault that we lost. It felt like a collective poor performance, quite frankly. And it's just disappointing when you know you have players of calibre, 
We've seen what the likes of Karis Widerski can do. We've seen what Enzo mm. Capelli can do. Maybe not necessarily in a Charlotte FC jersey, but we know he's got quality in him. Look at the highlight reel. That doesn't lie. Unfortunately, it felt like on Saturday we weren't able to get the performances out of really anybody on the field to the best of their ability that we know they can bring. And I think the part of this that I wonder, and I asked you this question at the end of our broadcast, uh, what are you looking for from Christian Latanzio uh, to kind of implement in the week going forward? I don't know if I have been the best answer to uh, to bring out because I understand that they probably did a lot of the same things after the Columbus game that they did in the preamble to the Columbus game, and yet you'd get a different result. I'm wondering, you know, he always likes to say that, you know, everybody's jersey's up for grabs at the beginning of the week. He mixes the teams up, see who's trains the best. Uh, we saw a couple of first-team players playing down at Crown Legacy, and Vinny Mello had himself a pretty good showing down there for uh, our second-team squad down there uh, in New York. But uh, I'm wondering here, going into NYCFC this week, just how much of that lineup could be basically up to certain. Of course, we hope that uh, Camille Yosviak is doing well and he ends up being uh, part of the squad this week. But I think right now, Jess, there there are a lot of questions right now, and, and I'm wondering how much of that Christian Latanto is going to leave open-ended going into this week. Yeah, I think you have to practice what you preach, and I agree with Latanto. Everyone's jersey needs to be up for grabs, particularly when it seemed to be somewhat of an issue with the heart and determination. And I don't say that. I think the club's tweet was very clear that they felt like they didn't necessarily perform to the level they can. And maybe there wasn't the fight that the fans deserved. And you can never... I'm okay with players having poor performances, right? Any coach is okay. People are going to have off days. But if you're not giving 110%, if there's questions over the fight and desire, then that becomes a problem. And that's unacceptable. So it was interesting to see the club come out with that big statement saying, you know, that there needs to be a change with the fight and the heart and the desire. Because honestly, Will, it was really hard to watch. We were a part of it. Calling that game was very difficult because it just felt like there was no spark. And I think in the other games mm -hmm. that we've gone behind in this game, it's always felt like perhaps we were going to be able to create an opportunity. But when Nathan Byrne, your fullback, has your best goal-scoring opportunity of a match, when you've got the likes of Karas Widerski and Enzo Capetti on the field, something's not right with the way that you're playing. And that's the thing, too. Like, we saw a debut of Justin Merrim, and, you know, he showed a spark at the beginning of his time, but really didn't see much of him uh, after that first, you know, four or five minutes of him on the pitch. Uh, I thought the game could maybe use a little bit of a spark from a guy like Brandon Cambridge. I know we did see Hamadi Diop's uh, debut as well, but didn't really get to see much of him. And, and what we did see, unfortunately, uh, it was on the other end of that goal that was scored at the end there uh, by uh, Jacob Green of D.C. So fr from that aspect, you, you look at Charlotte FC and think, OK, you know, if you're going to put some of these guys on the roster again, I know that it's very difficult to give some of these guys debuts and it's a difficult spot on the road away from home and playing in your first MLS match. You mentioned the squad depth being where it is. I'm wondering if maybe it is time to maybe take the the plastic wrapping off a guy like a Patrick Adjaman or uh, somebody else like a Brandon Cambridge. I know we saw him play against Real Salt Lake. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is time to see him get maybe some extended run because uh, at this point right now, if you're Charlotte FC, I feel like you're kind of going in circles if you're trying to do the same players and you're not getting a kind of result that you want. And I think this game was calling out for a Brandon Cambridge, like you say, Willie P, because we needed goals, we needed sparks, we needed entertainment in terms of on the wings going forward, forward momentum, and we didn't have it. Our forward line looked fatigued. Enzo Capetti looked exhausted. Mackenzie Gaines wasn't having as much of an impact. I know, obviously, we saw um, Kelvin Vargas have to go off because of the injury, but it felt like there were players 
going forward that couldn't give 110%, whether it was because of fatigue. I think after the third goal, we saw the absolute fatigue of the way the defenders just crumbled, the midfielders crumbled. We didn't have the endurance, and that's why your subs need to be used. You have to use subs when players are fatigued to keep bringing up the level. And I think, I don't, you know, look into the mind of a coach, but to give a defensive player a debut when you're trailing 3-0 against the side, or we were trailing 2-0 at the time against the side that looks like they're attacking, Seems a bit confusing to me to throw a player in that deep water and make that their debut. You've already given Brandon Cambridge a debut. And yes, we were losing in that game too, but we were brought on Brandon Cambridge. He has made that mark now. It would have been for me a smart decision to bring on Brandon Cambridge with the form that he has. But alas, it wasn't meant to be. But I think you're right, Will, with the form that these young guns are finding themselves in and the fact that Maybe our experience isn't living up to that experience. Uh, at this point, what have you got to lose when you're, you know, taking that bubble wrap off the players and see what they can do? Yeah, and I I also want to point out, because there's been a lot of talk about this on social media because of how well Crown Legacy are playing. I mean, Crown Legacy, still undefeated. They, well, I watched their whole game last night against NYCFC2, and they got themselves four goals on the board, a 4-1 victory. Nico Petkovic scored, and also Nuno Santos scored as well. Uh, you really are wondering kind of how this, uh, how, how this game really kind of, Begs row right now for Charlotte FC. I think from their aspect, you look at their standpoint and you think, okay, maybe there's a uh, a scenario where some of these guys are, are going to play well, possibly, and and maybe get themselves forward. But there is a graduated, I think, tr- drop off in terms of the quality. It's not like to say, okay, you bring these guys up like it's AAA in baseball. There's probably a couple of levels that are in between where Crown Legacy are and Charlotte FC are. But at the same time, these players are part of your player pathway, and I'm wondering if maybe there's a scenario you look up and say, okay, maybe there are some areas where some of these guys can maybe help you here in the future. Yeah, I think it's important. What I'm about to say doesn't diminish how incredibly Crown Legacy is doing. They've been fantastic. The chemistry is there on the field. The goals are coming. The performance is incredible. You don't go unbeaten and pretty much top the table without doing extremely well. But I think we have to remember there is a significant gap between MLS Next Pro and MLS. It's not as easy as being like, hey, let's just play this starting 11 in MLS because it doesn't work that way, right? And and I think that if it did, then they would all be MLS starters. So uh, I think those calling for Crown Legacy to take over the MLS team is a little bit, you know, uh, early doors. But I do think that there are players within that side that deserve the chance, right? This this, uh, MLS Next Pro team, when we talked to Darius about what it was going to be. It's about cultivating players, but also protecting them. He mentioned it's very important not to rush these young players and damage their career path in that way. This is meant to be a way to cultivate, give experience, and then expose them when ready. So I feel like the reason maybe we're not seeing some of these young guns come up, even though they're performing, is because they are looking to protect and bring them in when they believe as a team, collective effort between Crown Legacy's coaching staff and Charlotte FC's coaching staff that they're ready to go. Charlotte FC will take on NYCFC at home this weekend. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on this week here on your home for Charlotte FC, wherever you get your podcast, Crown Corner.